episode number 100. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So today is Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019. On Tuesday, May 9th, 2017, I broadcasted the first episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. That's nearly two years ago. At the time, I had no idea where this podcast was going to lead. All I knew was that after my book was awarded the 2017 International Book Award Contest in Self-Help and I retired my blog, I wanted to add my voice, literally and figuratively, to the work I was doing with Getting Unstuck. I was hoping for a way for people not only to read my stories, but to hear my stories and hear my emotions regarding my stories, not for the sake of listening in on someone else's private life, but for the sake of connection, as I hoped at that time that if people connected with the stories in this podcast, they would be inspired to start getting unstuck in their lives as well. I had no idea at that time that thousands of people from around the world would eventually tune in to this podcast each week. Now, when I say around the world, I literally mean around the world. For those of you who have been listening for a while, you may recall on a past episode where I listed off the countries where people are tuning in from, and I admitted that one of the countries I had never even heard of. I had to Google it. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. Later, I learned it's a small island off the coast of eastern Africa called Mauritius. Anyway, I had no idea when I started this podcast, the emails I would receive from people sharing their getting unstuck stories with me, and how much this podcast would impact your lives. And I had no idea I would even reach 100 episodes. When I first started this podcast, I wasn't looking to reach 100 episodes by any means. I was simply looking to ensure that I had another valuable episode to share with you each and every Tuesday. And I'm proud to say that I haven't broken that promise to myself or to you since then. So here we are at episode 100 and the beginning of season two of the Getting Unstuck podcast, And I have to say, I thought a lot about what this episode would look like. I wanted to celebrate with you, and I thought about how best to go about doing that. One way I thought would be really fun would have been to collect all of the consideration sound bites from all the past episodes and then compile them into one episode so you could hear them one after the next But after giving that some thought, I realized that idea wouldn't really bring as much value as I would like for this particular episode, even though I did think it was a clever idea. 
So I thought about it more and I came to the conclusion that I would like to broadcast an interview, my first interview. In fact, I came to realize that in this new season of the podcast, I will be broadcasting more than just this one interview. I'd like to briefly share with you my thoughts moving forward for season two. So first of all, as you may know, this year I began offering the Stuck Coaching Certification Program. It's a very exciting time. I'm actually currently in the middle of running a training now, and my intention is to offer the graduates of this program an opportunity to be interviewed on this podcast as a way to showcase how and where the Stuck Method will begin to be introduced into the field of emotional health and well-being around the world. Secondly, my online group program called the Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately Journey is now running in full force as well. Inside of the journey, I offer group coaching. One of the things I came to realize regarding this podcast is that I haven't offered you a taste of what a coaching session with me even looks like. One of my visions for this new season is to broadcast some mini coaching sessions with you so that you can see what that is all about. If you are interested to receive a free mini coaching session with me, and in return that session would be shared here on this podcast for the sake of the listeners, please email me to let me know. My email is shira at shiragura.com. And finally, what I would like to do in this season of the podcast is to share more of your stories. If you are ever interested to share your Getting Unstuck story on this podcast, you can offer it here in one of two ways, either by emailing a voice recording of your story, just like you heard in episode number 90, Consider It's Time to Let Go with Ronit's Coat. Remember that one? Or you can email me your story and I will then read it to the listeners, which you can hear about in episode number 92, Consider You Don't Need to Know Everything with Norit's really funny getting stuck on a quesadilla story. I can't guarantee that I can share everything I receive. It really depends on the quality and coherency of the stories, but I will do my best to work with you because I do believe the more you can share your stories, the more you will inspire others to get unstuck in their lives. And that truly is the purpose of this podcast. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my first guest. His name is John Eichenberger. He is a licensed mental health counselor, as well as a credentialed alcohol and substance abuse counselor. He works in private practice in New York State as Hope and Help Counseling. I will leave the links to his website and his Facebook page in the show notes. John mostly works with trauma survivors and people who struggle with managing their emotions. John has actually been a long-term fan of the Stuck Method. He started using this method on himself before working on it with his clients. You can actually hear him share his own story on episode number 17 from the very beginning of this podcast, entitled, Consider Giving Up Too Much Thinking. 
He and I have stayed in touch over the past couple of years, and when I opened this certification program, I knew I wanted John to be in the first round to benefit from his deep wisdom and broad experience in the field of mental health and his genuine loving support. So I'll play that interview for you now. So welcome, John, and thank you so much for this opportunity to interview you today. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. So I already introduced you to the listeners, so we can go ahead and get right to the interview. So you are a mental health counselor, and your focus is working with people who have gone through trauma. I would love to know, how did you get into this specific kind of work? And if you can share with the listeners what kind of trauma your clients have experienced. Yes. Well, I I first got into counseling as a substance abuse counselor. And I noticed as I was working in that field that a great many of the clients I worked with were reporting different kinds of of trauma they had experienced, which uh, may have contributed to their using drugs and then becoming uh, addicted to them. And so I thought, you know, I I get them when the trauma has already happened and the damage from drug abuse has already happened. And I thought, what if I could, what if I could work with people who have suffered trauma before they, before the drugs take over their lives and do so much damage. Um, I realize there's a lot more to their lives than that, but the kind of trauma I usually encounter and work with is people who have suffered uh, sexual abuse as children or have suffered some kind of, some kind of uh, violence in their growing up years and in their homes or in their lives one way or another so that's that's mostly what what i do now is is work with people who have suffered either violence or well sexual violence or or other kinds of of violence in their lives okay thank you thank you for sharing that so i'm curious to know before you came to learn about the stuck method which modalities were you using or which modalities have you found most effective that you've been using with your clients? Well, I, along the way I got trained in dialectical behavior therapy and I, I became a skills trainer in the DBT model, uh, utilizing the DBT protocols in both group and individual therapy. Dialectical behavior therapy was first developed for people with something called borderline personality disorder. Uh, What we have discovered is that DBT works in a number of different settings and presentations. And it, it does focus very much on people learning skills for soothing their emotions, for dealing with uh, stress and for navigating interpersonal relationships, all based on mindfulness. That is the art of paying attention to the present moment 
So that is something I have utilized for years and found very helpful. And when I stumbled across uh, the stuck method, I found there was a lot in common, a lot that could, you know, work very well in the dovetail between what I already knew from DBT and uh, what I was learning from looking at the stuck method and, and, and trying it out first time myself and then uh, utilizing it with clients. Okay, that's so hearing that, I would love to know what has been your experience using the stuck method with your clients? What has worked for them? What do they like about it if they, if they have shared anything? Why do you find it effective? if you find it effective for them and uh, yeah. And what are they, what do they say about it? Um, good question. And um, I can go right to a particular client that, that I have been working with um, for a few years. And even though she responded to the DBT, it really kind of annoyed her to do it. And I discovered or I came to the insight along the way that, that it was, it's a very demanding kind of therapy. And she really hated every time I brought up the word mindfulness and would react to that. So I realized that a lot of the stuck method is, is focusing on mindfulness without necessarily saying the word mindfulness. And so, uh, as I was saying earlier, the DBT and and the stuck method have a lot in common. So it was an easy transition. I just started using the questions of the stuck method. And I, and I asked her if you, you know, it went through the, the you know, worksheet as, as I have it, or I had it at the time. And she said, oh, thank God you're not using that mindfulness stuff. <laughs> and she was able to access her emotions and and her thoughts in a way where she didn't have her guard up against my mindfulness stuff and uh, was able to achieve some insights and, and change some thinking that uh, she was not able to really do previously. And ever since, I have just utilized that particular approach with her and she's made so much progress um, that where she needed to meet with me every week just to kind of spill everything that's happened during the week. She meets with me once a month and she's able to talk about, oh, these were the really good things I was able to do with my husband or my child or myself or my job. And, uh, you know, just a whole lot of progress for her. And that was, that was really inspiring and you know, gratifying for me to see that I could actually do some good with her. Wow, that's amazing. So I'm curious, in addition to using the stuck method with your clients in your clinic, I'm curious if your clients are reporting that they're using the stuck method on their own independently after you after you teach it to them in order to be more independent in their emotional well-being yes well that that one woman definitely um and there there are a number of other clients who once i teach them the method they they utilize and i give them 
a worksheet. Um, and after they've been through it once or twice with me, they kind of know how to do it for themselves. And uh, you know, I'm there to kind of troubleshoot if they get stuck on the process. Um, they do use it. Um, one person in particular I know, when she starts talking about something that may have come up since the last time I met with her, and she'll go, oh, I know, I know, I'll use this. I used the stuck method. I got out the worksheet, and I did it, and I figured it out. Hmm. And, uh, and I thought, oh, great, good, good. That, because the whole idea here is that you don't need to come see me forever. You can actually do this for yourself. And that's awesome when you can do that. And uh, in a perfect world, I'd put myself out of business and go drive a bus or something. <laughs> that's awesome that was that really made me happy to hear that okay so i'd like to ask you about um the training the certification training that you did with me i know mm. that you were familiar with the stuck method uh for a while in fact you offered a story i believe it's in episode number 17 on considering not overthinking too much um, earlier on in the podcast, I was asking listeners to share any getting unstuck process that they have gone through to share with the listeners. So it's not only my stories that I was sharing, but that listeners could share theirs. And so I know for a while you've been using this in your own life. And I'm curious, what was your experience going through the training that you may not have otherwise experienced uh, had you not enrolled in this certification program? Well, it, I, I guess, you, you know, you said I, I've been using it for a while, you know, with clients and with myself and, I, and that I know it. I, I would say before taking the certification course, I thought I knew it. Um, but once I got into the course, I realized, wow, there's a whole lot of refinement and stuff that I have, you know, missed totally. And so I learned how to, how to really help a client identify stuck thoughts and how to generate their own considerations by, by flipping some of the thoughts and looking at their thinking in a way that wouldn't have just occurred to me. I, I learned how to do that. I, I refined my own knowledge and use of the stuck method when I took the course uh, just by, well, having a whole lot of other considerations about how I might utilize all that knowledge and the questions in the stuck method. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, and, and, and the response from the clients is so much better. They I get a whole lot more, wow, you're right, you really get it, uh, where a lot of times before I'd be sort of thinking I'm, I'm getting what they're saying and still kind of stumbling around the room. Um, but now I get a lot more of, yeah, that's it, that's right. And I always love when that light goes on and they know that I get what they're saying. Mm. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so I would love for you to share with the listeners how – people can find you if someone out there who is listening is a victim of trauma and they may be interested in getting coached 
or helped by you, if you can let people know how they can find you, if you have a website or any other way. There's, there's a couple ways to find me. One is through Facebook and the Facebook page is Hope and Help Counseling, Fairport and Geneva. Uh, those are the two places where I have physical offices. Um, the other way to get a hold of me or find me is uh, through my website, which is hopeandhelpcounseling.net. Great. Yeah, so I'm actually going to put those links in the show notes. So if anybody would like to get in touch with John to reach out to him, I will have both of those links, his website and the Facebook link in the show notes. So John, I just want to thank you for enrolling in this certification program for being the first graduate of the program for trusting me uh, with the program and I look forward to hearing more stories from you about how the stuck method is impacting your coaching and your your therapy sessions and thank you so much for agreeing to this interview being my first interview on the podcast. Thank you also for having me. It's really fun to do this. Thank you so much, Shira. I hope you enjoyed that interview and that the interview opened you up to realize the many possibilities of where this work of getting unstuck with the stuck method can grow. In my current certification program, there is a mindfulness coach and yoga instructor, a social worker in an elementary school, an occupational therapist, another mindfulness coach and yoga instructor, a seventh grade school counselor, a Reiki therapist, and a transformational trainer, life coach, and intuitive healer. I am amazed and in awe and in deep gratitude for all of the students who are in this program and for their excitement and their confidence in bringing this tool to their own clients. I look forward to sharing my future conversations with them with you later this year. So that is it for today, my dear friends. Remember, if you have a story to share with me, please email it to me either in writing or in audio form. And please find the links about John and his work at Hope and Help Counseling in the show notes below. Wishing you a good rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.